The International Olympic Committee has the honor of announcing that the Games of the 32nd Olympiad in 2020 are awarded to the city of Tokyo. This is the calm before the storm. The coronavirus is the biggest threat this country has faced. The world has reached another grim milestone. According to figures from Johns Hopkins University, COVID-19 deaths have passed at 3 million The Japan Olympic Committee board member has blasted uh, the Games organizers for ignoring public concerns about the coronavirus. 15.4 billion US dollars. And if Tokyo cancels the Games, the country stands to lose an estimated 16.5 just billion. over 70 days until the Tokyo Olympics, and the build-up continues to be dominated by two questions. Will they go ahead, and should they go ahead? Welcome to the first episode of our Spotlight on the Tokyo Olympic and Paralympic Games. In 26 days' time, the eyes of the world will be on Japan's capital, albeit a year late, as the world's biggest sporting tournament takes place under the backdrop of the world's biggest health crisis. In this series, we discuss the impact of the pandemic on Olympians from the southeast and those working at the Games, as well as gaining a perspective on the Olympics from those who are most involved in Ireland's Olympic movement. These are your unique games with a ban on international spectators, limited capacity in stadiums and overawing public pressure to cancel Tokyo's hosting of the Games. However, there is precedent for that last point. History says that the 1940 Tokyo Games were cancelled due to the outbreak of the Second World War, but the Olympic historian and Capoquin native Kevin McCarthy, a noted author on the subject, says the narrative wasn't quite that simple. Japan itself was stuck in a major war of its own making. They had invaded Manchuria in the early 30s. Then the rest of China was invaded by Japan in the later 30s. And by the time you got to 1938 or so, Japan and the Japanese people were very, very conscious that trying to host the Olympic Games was going to be a major, major pressure. It wasn't the IOC or anybody else who asked Japan to pull out. It was Japan who decided in the late 1930s to pull out of the Games. And it was a pure fluke that the Games were cancelled anyway afterwards in 1940. The public pressure in Japan saw the postponement of those Games. And postponing the Games in 2020 threw the schedule out the window for all the competing athletes, including 2016 Olympic 400 metre hurdle finalist and Waterford native Thomas Barr. The, the hardest thing initially was just not knowing an answer as to where or to, or to when we should be training for because initially there was a lot of you know ambiguity around whether or not it will be postponed to later in the year in 2020 or would it be postponed by a year or cancelled outright so in that, those couple of weeks when we didn't have an answer that was tough but once the answer was made or the, um, the decision was made it made it much easier because then we knew what we were training towards so for Kilkenny woman and Euro para athletic bronze medal shot putter Mary Fitzgerald it called for a change of attitude the more I had time to think about it, the more I saw it as an opportunity. Like 2020, that was only my second year on the Irish Paralympic team. So I was still quite early on in my Paralympic career and still quite young. So I really saw the extra year as an opportunity to get stronger, an opportunity to sharpen my technique and overall be more prepared mentally and physically by the time the Tokyo Games come around. Respected immunologist Kingston Mills, whose own Olympic story we'll hear later this week, says there was a conflict between his head and heart as to whether the Games should go ahead. I did until I looked into and I spoke to a few people. I was on the, um, I think it was the either Primetime or, or, or Clareburn Live one night and they had a, did a feature on the Olympics and I did a bit of phone calling beforehand just to get my facts straight. Mm-hmm. And when I understood what the procedures that were in place, especially about the vaccination, 
helped me to make up my mind that that I thought it was a good idea that the Olympics should proceed. And with the Olympiad rapidly approaching, tomorrow we'll be hearing about a broadcaster story going into his eighth consecutive Olympic Games behind the mic. The Golden Ticket. Beat Sports Spotlight on Tokyo 2020.